Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. Back with another in the truck edition, but we're not really in the truck. It's a rental. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Coming to the end of our our Oregon trip. Had an awesome time. Saw Heim. Went to the last blockbuster. We got a new member of the E-Society. Why don't you introduce yourself? And hey, it's Jade. <laughs> so we had an awesome time in Bend, Oregon, and uh, weather was good. Sweatshirt weather, nice. It wasn't hot. Surprisingly, I was expecting warmer weather. Uh, definitely underestimated what it was going to be. It was definitely warmer in the Bay Area two months ago than it was in Bend. <laughs> yeah, now we're driving through 80 degree, 82 degree heat, and it's hot, but. I mean, I, I had an amazing time. I mean, Heim was, this is the second time seeing them for all of us. Or was it your first time, Liz? I had a great time. Was it your first it was time? First time? Oh, it was my first time? Oh, yeah, it was my first time seeing Heim, and it was my first time to Bend, Oregon. It was like an absolute amazing adventure. Yeah, and I loved seeing it. It's always great um, seeing bands live, and they're badass. Actually, never seen a live band before in a long time, and it was really, really, it was a beautiful experience. What do you think about the whole thing? Yeah, no, I was really excited. It was cool to kind of compare the shows. I was curious from the beginning why, of all places, Bend, Oregon was the last stop on the tour. I was hoping we'd actually get a little from them, a little response from them. They, they did mention that it was the last stop on the tour, but they didn't give any like, oh yeah, when we came through here all these years ago, it was great. I think it was kind of just like contractually they were supposed to be there, but I'm not still not sure why they made it the last stop instead of uh, some any place else. Uh, they were just in Seattle like the night before. That would make sense almost for a last stop. So uh, a little surprised about that. But either way, uh, it was cool to see and the differences. Uh, even though we were, it felt like at first we were relatively close to the same spot we were at the Greek in Berkeley. It did feel closer. I guess the stage was lower, right? The stage, the stage was way lower than the Greek Theater. If you guys have been to the Greek Theater in Berkeley, California, that stage is kind of high. Um, this was a, it was a little amphitheater. What was it called? Hayden Holmes Amphitheater in Bend, Oregon. It was cool. It was a nice setup. The sound was excellent because when you could feel the bass uh, especially with um, what was that uh, more? That's the name of the first. It was the opening act. It was uh, the drummer and from Heim, and I don't even know who the other guy was. I assume his buddy, but they were kind of I don't know. What would you guys describe that? Classify that music? They were really alternative. Yeah, alternative rock. Yeah, yeah, rock. Yeah, because it was a guitar and. With keyboard, keyboard? keyboards yeah. and other little noisemaker things. They only played like about 20, 15, 20 minutes, but they were good. I liked it. I remember earlier we were listening to just their stuff on YouTube, and I was like, that that doesn't sound like me. But seeing them perform live, I liked what they did. Uh, they sounded good. Um, they just played really quick, so it was a good for them to play. But I guess they'd been on the road 
with him. Well, obviously, well, at least half the time. Because when we saw when we saw him just two months ago in Berkeley, it was uh, Buzzy Lee and Waxahachie, which that was the funniest thing. I feel like the the people we got this time, uh, Sasami and more, were actually probably more fitting of the Berkeley audience, and probably Waxahachie would be more fitting for the bend kind of slow, casual type thing, so uh, that was a bit surprising, but my favorite part of the more performance was uh, when they said, like, oh, they would start talking about, you know, I'm hyped for you guys to see Haim, they're great, they're the best, and Sasami, she's awesome, and uh, <laughs> Nez here yelled out, uh, I'm here for more! <laughs> and they were like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there was hardly, or there was people there, but the place was so spread out, it was like you didn't have to worry. I was I was the old man of the bunch, so I had to get a, one. I rented a lawn chair and sat there. Well, everyone was sitting there for that first performance, except for the people along the rail. They all stood up. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but for what they were, I thought they did their job. They got their point across with their music and they got some new fans. I'll definitely uh, give them uh, more listens. Uh, we got to meet them after their performance. They came along the rail or signing autographs and taking pictures with everyone. So, but. I thought they're really good. I'll, I'll really dig into their catalog and see uh, uh, what more they have. <laughs> Pun intended. Right. And it's more with an asterisk at the end, which they said was supposed to help with searchability for them, but they're not sure it's actually working. It worked because that's how I looked. I just typed in more the first time, and then it just came up with the... the asterisk. Uh, no. The... the definition the definition of the word more <laughs> so i added the little asterisks and then that's when they they popped up so i thought that was good i mean but they they were what they were give them a shot if you guys have never heard of them um and what was it the, sasami was the second one i loved her she was awesome her band was amazing it was more of a new metal alternative electric electric type of stuff uh, I thought it was really cool she really was uh, a good performer she her presence on stage was good she used the whole stage she didn't just stay in one spot uh, she came down to the crowd and was singing to the crowd and she was very interactive with the crowd and that's what I liked about her and she was very open she was a very open person she just like was talking about how like is everyone is, is anyone out here a switch like I'm just this song is giving me switch vibes I'm, I'm sending my switch vibes out you guys oh my god it was so good yeah I loved it that drummer I don't know anyone's name but that drummer was badass he was good with the double bass licks uh, the bass player and the guitar player they played a lot of heavy stuff you could clearly see that they um, play other heavy music because they just yeah. they just look like metalheads yeah exactly <laughs> so <laughs> But I did like the whole uh, kilt thing that they had, all of them were wearing. Right. So, but overall, I mean, I thought she did a, an awesome performance. Her band was tough, and um, I would like to see more of them because I want to see just more of her catalog. So, but yeah, I thought she did two good, awesome openers. So I had a really good time doing both of them. Yep, yep. Same here uh, for the Sasami thing. Yeah, that's what I was most impressed about too. The whole uh, stage presence and all around that was awesome so yeah and then on to uh the main show the thing that i was most curious about was uh obviously the 
more towards summer we're ending, the later in the evening the sun goes down. And when we're in Berkeley, I know uh, Buzzy Lee came on around 6.30, finished shortly after Waxahachie was on. And then it was almost an hour until Heim. Uh, Waxahachie ended shortly after 7.30. And it wasn't until about 8.20 when Heim came out. So I was like, are they going to wait for the sun? And um, it was about... It wasn't an hour wait, that's for sure, uh, this time, but it was around 8.20, so we still had the sunlight up for uh, the start of the show. Yeah, I was happy. I was like, come on, just get on and, and do it. Don't make us wait for the sun to go down, but um, I'm glad the weather was, was beautiful and it wasn't... It was sweatshirt weather it wasn't freezing or anything but i'm sure uh the three of them on stage were cold because they wore these big leather coats and uh they kept them on well uh Estee, pretty much Estee yeah. took hers off for a minute but then she put it back on yeah and compare that to two months ago in berkeley um i think they shed whatever they came out in pretty quick. Uh, that's what I was, I was looking for Estee to throw. She threw a shirt last time, and it went a pretty decent. It didn't go right to the, the rail. It went a pretty decent. So we lined up so she could do that again, but uh, not this time. And I, I could tell already, like, yeah, she's not throwing this jacket out there. That's for sure. And they didn't do their little dance step thing either. That's Well, they didn't do uh, I Know Alone. I, I just... Now that you said that, I just realized that. Well, I figured they didn't do it because they didn't. Because when they did it, they all had their little bras on or whatever it was. And right. They, since right, it was right. cold, they didn't. They didn't. They, they didn't could it have, but it, it might have also been a Estee thing. They might have been trying to keep it as cool as they possibly could for her. She let us in the audience know early on that, uh, as a diabetic, that uh, she was having a little bit of little bit of issues but she was here to play so she was gonna sit for just this song and you know you could tell her heart was really in it because she didn't even stay sitting that whole song she was up by the end of it so yeah i guess she ate a piece of cake she said and then just made her blood sugar go through the roof so she had to i guess calm down but i mean she sat there for that song but then the rest of the, the show, she was up and moving all over the place. So. Yeah, and I'd say it was probably just because of the size of the stage and the distance between the crowd compared to the Greek, but uh, more crowd interaction, especially from Estee, right in front of us, uh, interacting with multiple fans during the show, taking their glasses, wearing their glasses. She took somebody's phone and was uh, recording for them and everything, turning around the video. <laughs> She was by far my favorite. She was so freaking awesome. I just loved the way she interacted with the crowd and how free-spirited she was. Right. That's that's the one I'm in love with, but, I mean, I don't know what it was. I I, I was more drawn to uh, Danielle this time because last night I had a dream about her. <laughs> uh, I'll go as far as that, but it... I don't know. I mean, I, just, I love I love all their voices, but Danielle's. I just loved uh, everything she sang. I knew a lot more songs this time. That first time we saw them, I may might have known like one. So they did play the song that I wanted to hear the most, and that one was cool. And everything else, uh, I knew all. I mainly knew um, the chorus to a lot of the songs. So I was able to sing uh, when they did, but I definitely want to see them again. 
I am going to look in to see how much those tickets are for they're opening up for the Chili Peppers in San Diego. Definitely curious to see how long their set would be there as openers. I, I don't know who else is playing. I don't know if, if it's just them two, they probably play 45 to an hour. Because Chili's, they'll play for a couple hours. Right. Because they got they got a huge catalog. Of music, right. So, but I don't know. I definitely want to see them again. If we ever get the chance to go back up to Bend to see them or whoever or else anybody, at that yeah. theater, I thought it was an awesome place. Yeah. Nice setup. Yeah. So I'm I was juiced. I I loved what was happening. To see them again. Um, I, I loved them the first time, but since I knew more this time and I was singing a little bit more with this performance, I definitely want to see them again because right. they, they were amazing. And uh, if you, ladies, if you're hearing this, uh, have more, print some more shirts because <laughs> this is the second time Azizu couldn't get the one he wanted. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for the black tour date shirts and uh, their third stop in Berkeley on the tour. They already only had medium and somehow here at the end of tour, they still only had medium. That was curious as far as the shirt went. <laughs> yeah, man, but awesome, awesome band. If you guys don't even know who Haim is, definitely uh, give these ladies a listen and check out um, a lot. Was it Alana? Is that her name? Yeah. Check out Alana's movie, um, Licorice Pizza. Because they even mentioned that. They said, who saw it? I screamed. Ah, yeah. I saw it. <laughs> so I'm, go check that movie out. I think you can uh, rent it on Amazon Prime. or. Uh, yeah, I'm still looking for the blue. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to search. We saw the DVD. Right. But uh, we couldn't find it on Blu-ray anywhere. So but the, the mission continues for that. I guess I'll just have to buy it on Amazon. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, man, everything was good. But uh, the last blockbuster... If you guys saw that documentary you, and you know what it is, or just Blockbuster in general, uh, maybe some of the new genera- generation missed the Blockbuster ages of renting uh, VHS tapes before it turned into DVD. Um, so we got, this was the very last one. I don't want to go into the whole detail of, of the documentary, but it was a lady that kept hers going and it's still going and she's still able to use the Blockbuster name. Um, it's kind of like uh, mainly... Uh, rental stores still uh, Then they have just the stuff they sell in there uh, Their own little souvenirs That they printed up t-shirts, hats uh, Mugs and what have you Magnets and everything So we bought a few things in there I uh, bought a t-shirt for my son He missed the Blockbuster age But he did see the documentary And he was fascinated with it all So I picked him up a couple things But it was cool It just brought back a lot of memories Friday night memories of going into Blockbuster, our local Blockbuster, when I grew up in Oakland, and just getting videos of uh, whatever was new, and um, it's cool, and it, and it sucks that we don't have those places anymore. So every now and then, you'll come across someone that does have a small little uh, video store. And the town I had, we had two, but they're both gone now. But it was cool. I had a really good time. We put up uh, some pictures. I'm gonna put up a few more pictures. Uh, on the um, on Instagram, so definitely check those out. But what'd you guys think of it? I loved it. I miss Blockbuster. I used to have it growing up. I'm pretty sure one of these. I have a. I used to really like this chick flick called Prom, and I still have the Blockbuster. It says like the Blockbuster on it when I bought it used, and so I'm keeping that as a keepsake. <laughs> I really love the sunglasses I bought, but like in general. 
the experience brought back a lot of nostalgia from my childhood because I remember when Blockbuster was, wasn't it right next to Winco Jade? Yeah. And I remember going there all the time and checking out the movies with my mom and my dad and it was so sad when they shut down. I didn't even know that there was one more Blockbuster in Bend so that was a big surprise to me. But watching all, watching all the people come in and like, you know, look at the memorabilia and like analyzing all of it was so interesting and very intriguing. I loved it. Yeah, uh, obviously, I was excited having seen the the documentary and everything. And in the last years that we had ours locally in the Eureka area, I had the the pass, so I was in there all the time up until the end. And I bought a few things there at the end, uh, so I, I still have that. I still have the card. So ended up picking up a sticker and uh, a vertical limit because we were just talking about it. How for. Uh, Warriors Games, one of the most well-known Twitter guys who always uh, will throw up NBA clips. Uh, When the Warriors go on one of their big runs, he calls it like a Warriors avalanche. So he uses the clip from that movie (laughs) where the guy yells, avalanche! And the little Warriors logo comes rolling down the mountain. So uh, it was two bucks. (laughs) We're going to do an ESP Rewind on avalanche because I saw that it's streaming on one of these one of these sites so I, I actually haven't seen the film so it'll be a first time but it's got to be a rewind it's old what was it was it 90s or early 2000s early 2000s and it's actually vertical limit oh what did I say <laughs> avalanche oh. <laughs> well there was an old school movie in the 70s called avalanche that's what I was thinking of <laughs> yeah yeah well, well we'll check that out for you guys but um if the thing that was really cool other than it was just to, to be in there for the nostalgia to see people coming in and renting movies exciting, still yeah. and seeing people drop off videos uh, that they rented I thought that was cool and obviously they knew we were all tourists but uh, it's still cool to see that the the locals yeah. still support this blockbuster they still go rent everything because I mean you can just get everything streamed to your TV or your phones or whatever but it's still cool if this they had one in our area I would definitely still go in there and rent stuff just to keep it going but so but it was it was an amazing if you guys are ever um in that area in the bend oregon area definitely uh go to a concert there definitely go to the last blockbuster i don't even know anything else that's there yeah um i guess going back to where we saw the concert that hayden homes amphitheater we stayed at a the hotel right by it the hilton garden inn and it's actually kind of cool because there's all these like businesses built around it you can leave the car right there at your hotel and it's got a little walkway down and there's all these businesses they got a sephora and american eagle they got a red robin they got an imax theater which we went to we'll probably talk about what we saw next full e-society uh but uh, what is it called? Jurassic World? What? Dominion. Why did they call it that? Do you know? Uh, they drop a line in the film about like you know. Well, quick the little Dominion. quick little roundabout. I thought it was good. I don't know what everyone else hated about it, but I liked it. I loved it. I don't know. I don't understand why some people hate it because I thought it was a really good movie. I loved it. I loved the collage between the old characters and new characters. It was dope. Oh, no, that's a spoiler. I can't give away. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, quickly, I would say these so-called, you know, bad reviews did nothing but help me. That always helps. Actually, honestly, I'm like, okay, yeah, nowhere to go with it but up. And 
it helped it yeah boost it up for me i had yeah i had no issues with it i don't know what else you could have done that's when it went exactly when it finished that's what we, i i would turn to him and said like he was like yeah i liked it and i was like yeah i don't know how you could have done much better <laughs> yeah i mean i yeah we'll go into the next show but it was it was worth seeing if you liked all the other ones to me it was better than the first two jurassic worlds um, I really liked it, and bringing it back the legacy characters, uh, that was awesome, and just what they did was cool. Are there, is there going to be more? There could be, but I mean, there's more to go into in the story, but yeah, well, when we do the next full episode, we'll we'll go into uh, breakdown what we really thought, spoilers and everything, but um, again, if you liked those Jurassic Park films and you're curious, just go see it for yourself and be the judge, because I went in there thinking it was the, the worst thing ever made, the way everyone was yeah. talking about it yeah <laughs> and you guys know me i don't like a lot of junk but i loved it yeah yeah same here but yeah so um if you haven't got any reason to go to that uh, bend oregon area if, if you see somebody you want to see his concerts playing there yeah i could recommend it because it's a nice little setup you got your hotel there all within walking distance it's just across a little bridge less than a mile away it's all right there it's all packed in they had a tiki bar i really wanted to check out too but uh yeah it uh seemed to close early it wasn't open the first day we got there and then by the time we got out of the show they were minutes away from closing so yeah i don't know uh but yeah i guess that'll uh, just about do it for this one yeah that'll we'll, we'll be back later with a, with a regular episode but um before we get out of here again, Liz, it was awesome to meet you. I'm glad thank you came you. with us. Thank you. It was fun having. It was fun. Thank you for so much for having me. Sorry, I can't talk, but it was amazing. Thank you so much for this experience. Yeah, it was a great trip. Yay! You're part of the East Society now. Jade's been with us since the beginning. Yay! And uh, I don't even know how many of us there is. There's a bunch of us. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! It's always, it's always good to get more. More the merrier. So. Yay! But. The more the merrier. Yeah, everyone will uh, come back later with another one. If not before Father's Day or on Father's Day, uh, happy Father's Day for all happy you fathers. Father's and happy, uh, this this is uh, your day too for all you single mothers out there doing, uh, pulling double duty. So definitely uh, pat yourself on the back. Thank you for everything you do uh, for your family. So but with that, everyone, just be safe out there. And uh, we'll see you later on. So until then, party on. Peace out. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society.